0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 85 of Disney with the Ducks. Tonight, uh, you've got John Crawl, that's me, and I've got some of my favorite members of our flock here with me tonight. Um, we've got Gene.
1: Favorite? One of our, okay, yeah, hi, hey. nice to see y'all.
0: Save the best for first, right? Um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we've got Kevin. Hey, how's it going? Jeff. Yeah. Hey, everybody. And Jody. Hi, friends. All right. Happy Sunday, everybody. Uh, I think it's age before beauty, Gene. What? I I
1: said favorite last because Jody was last, and then Jeff said age before beauty. I don't know what that means Um, because I'm so young. I don't know. So, anyway.
0: Hmm. Well, all right. Uh, Ohio State had a good weekend this weekend. They um, did. Beating Notre Dame, um, which – The one time I'll ever want Ohio State to win uh, because that helps Michigan when we play Ohio State in November uh, and you guys are undefeated and ranked number two or three, whatever is one spot behind Michigan at the time, um, and you have that solid victory over Notre Dame. So I was actually happy for an Ohio State win for one of the first times in history. Well, thank you, John. I I wish I would have known that. I would have been sending you texts all night. (laughs) I don't need that. I was in Chicago with my kids, so I didn't even see the game. I forgot it was even on. I also missed Michigan beating Rutgers, but yeah, that's bound to happen. Um, All right. Well, Tonight, uh, our topic that we're going to get to, it it has something to do with the question that we're going to ask everybody in the flock tonight about trying to get to know each other a little bit better, Uh, but before we get to that, just wanted to remind everybody to go out and leave your reviews. Um, Five-star reviews are preferable, and that'll help uh, some of your friends find us, it'll help other people who are looking to get involved in the Disney community find us, Um, so that'll really help us out. So if you go do that, and we will read through some of the new five-star reviews uh, when we get them. So the question for tonight is gonna to be, what is your favorite restaurant? Kevin, let's start with you.
2: All right, so mine's a local place that probably nobody will ever, never go to. But if you ever are in the, in the Nashville and Franklin area, uh, we have a really good steak place downtown Franklin called Cork and Cow, that's my favorite. Um, they make a fantastic steak, really good sides. They have a they have a bourbon bar. I mean, it's it's a great place. It's uh sits right there on Main Street, so you get to walk around Main Street, in a small little town kind of feel. Uh, Jeff has been there before, so he he kind of he's seen downtown Franklin. It's kind of a fun little, little town, you know a little place to walk around and stuff. But that restaurant knocks it out of the park every time. Any any kind of special occasion, that's where that's where we end up going. So that's my place.
0: Okay, so this is more of like, uh, is it also a place you'll go on a random night to or do you just save it for those special occasions?
2: You can. You can just to go hang out at the bar and have appetite or something like that. But if you want to get a really good steak, that's where you go. That's the place.
0: Awesome. And I like the name. Cork and Cow.
2: Cork and Cow. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Love it. Um, Jody, I bet you have uh, probably a long list of favorites in the restaurant.
3: I do, but really, quite frankly, my favorite is any place where I don't have to cook or do the dishes. So um, it just depends on what mood I'm in. If I want fancier, if the kids are with us, or um, there's way too many to list. So I don't know. I mean, I I can't. I, we just went to Boca for our anniversary Friday night, so I guess I'll say that one because that's that was the most recent, um, and we allowed caught the, the sommelier to do wine pairings with each course so it was pretty awesome but that's that's not a that's not an everyday occurrence that we can go to a place like that. So. is in a fancier place then um, the, the way the that we choose to do it yeah <clears throat> okay.
0: Hmm. All right. what kind of food do they have?
3: Uh, f- French influence with a little Italian flair um, hot very high end you know beef Wellington is probably Tim's favorite thing there.
0: Very European.
3: Yes. I, I think it's more French. Some other people think it's more Italian, but I think it's
0: Both more. are European, though.
3: Yes, yeah, so, they are both So European. continental. <laughs> yes, they are.
4: Jeff, what's your favorite restaurant? I'm going to take it from Jody's level here down to about here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. Um, probably about a quarter mile from where I live. There's a tavern that I go to pretty frequently. I'm there usually a couple nights a week. Um, everything's cooked in a wood fire oven. Um, they do steaks, they do strombolies, they do pizzas. They'll do all kinds of stuff. It's always fantastic food. It's always good service. It's kind of like cheers anymore. When you walk in, they're just like Norm. So it's, that's why, kind did of they, call huh? <laughs> why they call you Norm. Are you a part of you norm? I kind of look it's like weird. George Wendt at the point. Weird. Have you seen me? I'm, I'm uh, like my like my inner George Wendt. Wait,
0: Norm's not, I, I mixed up Norm and, um, Cliff. Yeah, uh, Cliff. So Norm's the accountant. A little nice right? fact. Yeah. So it makes sense that you're norm. Slightly pudgy in accounting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But no, some of those pictures you send us from your meals at that place look I amazing.
4: I, I love going there. It's that's always great food. Actually, we're, we're every Thursday night, strumbling night there. So we go every Thursday, a group of us always go and
0: man. That's the best when you find a small, like kind of hole in the wallish place like that that oh. has amazing food. Oh, those are always, those are always really good. All right. Gene, what about you? Yeah. So, I mean, I've got, I've got different levels. I mean, I've
1: got you know high end place and I like to go for like anniversaries and stuff and, a, and a stuff. that's still another place. It's, you know, and then there's the lower end, but, um, Christy and I had a reason to celebrate. I start a new job tomorrow. And so we went to dinner at a place called the silver star Smokehouse, And it is, um, it's uh, they just, open, you know, they have several different locations, but it's local and uh, it's it's really good steaks. And they're it started off, you know, as as more like a not not low, low, low key barbecue, but, you know, nicer barbecue. But it's just gotten to a place, I mean, a place where they're really expensive, really nice steaks. And that is all gratin. And, you know, they did a wedge salad, but it's not like a really fancy place. But you, yeah, it pays close to fancy prices. But anyway, it's really good. It's just good. It's real casual atmosphere. Um, it's good. And the the main location has a, has a stage and they have live music and stuff too. Uh, we don't ever go for that. You know, we just don't, but, um, maybe one day. Um, but either of the places we've done parties there, I did a surprise birthday party for Christy there one time. And, um, we've done my daughter's birthday there before. Um, it's just, it's really, really good food. We were talking about, you know, like, um, a chain like uh texas roadhouse we, we always say that for the money that's the best steak you can like at a chain you can get for the money i think i agree but this is the like we were just talking about this i mean like you can cut this this ribeye with a fork you know and it's just so tender and the meat it's such a better cut of meat and it's cooked to perfection and the potatoes all gratin are absolutely amazing um it's really good really good i'm making myself hungry yep. <laughs>
0: Um, man, now I'm hungry too. And the main location, they
1: have these things that we didn't get the other night because they didn't have the location by us, but it's, uh, they're called Texas toothpicks and they're either sliced onions or, you know, sliced onions and sliced jalapenos that are breaded and fried and, you know, served with, you know, some kind of a sauce or something like that. Mm -hmm. so amazing. So I could, I mean, just, I eat that. I can eat everything in there. You know, I'm never, never full when I, I mean, I'm full when I leave, but I never stop because it's just so good. I just make, I just
0: gorge myself, you know? (laughs) as you should why not yeah Mm right huh um now i'm really hungry too i um i think my favorite overall restaurant to go to just for any situation is this little barbecue place we have here they actually have a small chain in the east side of detroit um It's called Mad Brad's and it's a barbecue place. They have awesome food. It's really like a a nice ambiance and everything. It's like your typical barbecue place, like all wood paneling and everything. Um, And they have amazing drinks too. And beyond that, they take um, food allergies really seriously. So I'm able to eat there safely every time I go, um, which is a really big deal because it's hard to find places like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, but they have. Amazing brisket, really good pulled chicken, pulled pork, anything you want. They have just oh, such an awesome menu. Um, and they have like three or four of them around the area. So if you're ever in the Detroit area and you want good barbecue, check out Bad Brad's. It's an awesome place. Um, and we need to get them to sponsor us now. That'd be nice. So give sure. us a call. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my favorite, I think, overall. But uh, it depends. Like Jody said, sometimes you want to go to a fancier place and sometimes you just want to go to get food um, and get energy. So yeah, but I think any situation I could go to bad Brads. All right. Um, that brings us to our topic for tonight and it's Disney dining tips. So anybody who's been to Disney before knows the dining situation can be difficult to navigate. Sometimes there's a lot of different restaurants and the price points can go from, you know, a $5 hot dog up to, going to vicky and al's where you got to wear a suit coat and um you know <coughs> Jeff comes out and talks to you type of prices so there's a lot there um so we're going to run through some of kind of our tips and what we think about when we're um planning our trips re- related to dining um so Jean, we know you love food do you mm-hmm. want to kick us off with uh with one of your big tips
1: one of our biggest tips is that most of the time when i've gone to disney it's been for races and it's been with my my race partner, Lonnie. And so uh, my biggest tip for uh, dining is let Lonnie make the plans because he knows um, the best restaurants. I've been introduced to, you know, Polite Pig and, um, oh my gosh, my mind is blank. The place homecoming. with the fried chicken, homecoming, homecoming. Artsman's homecoming.
0: homecoming. And um,
1: yeah. So yeah, that's my biggest tip. Let Lonnie make the plans.
0: That is a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make sure you connect with your family and friends that are going on the My Disney Experience app yeah, so you can sure. plan for each other. <clears throat> um, or in Jean's case, you can let your friends plan for you.
1: That's my really favorite way efficient. to do food, anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah, let somebody else make the plans.
0: And Lonnie seems to have pretty good taste, so mm-hmm. there we go.
1: Never, um, never, never stood me wrong yet. Kevin,
0: what's something Kevin you tell popcorn. people? Oh, <laughs> mm, yeah, <right. laughs>
2: yeah. popcorn. I game. still,
1: I still don't buy that it was popcorn, but.
2: I think it was guardians that did it.
1: Yep. Yeah, guardians. All
2: right. yeah. My tip is very similar to jeans. I, I don't, I'm probably not the best to ask about dining tips, but um, I will say that when you are on a race, if you don't have a Lonnie cone with you um, a lot of times with our running group and, you know, with the lizards uh, going down for a big race, they have a spreadsheet where people Good have made, soon. you know, down in reservations. And if you want to try something that you haven't tried before, sometimes there's uh spots open for that. And that's kind of how I got how I got in with the with the wizards and just hopped on there and and put my name down and showed up at the restaurant.
1: That's yeah. how we ended up in the backseat of a Chevy, you know, Chevy Bel Air yeah. watching kinda you know at the drive in, you know, <laughs> yeah. having a sharing a milkshake.
2: Yeah. So don't be, you know, don't be shy. Put your name out there and, and get on some of the lists and and don't be afraid to go have a milkshake with somebody in the backseat. Unless you met him at 4 a.m. in a parking lot. <laughs> or you met him on the internet. There you go. Oh my gosh.
0: All right. Um, Jody, what do you, what's your, one of your big tips for Disney dining?
3: So I'm going to go back to the basics and uh, say, be aware of your dining window opportunity. Um If you haven't been to Disney before or you haven't been in a while, you may not be aware of how early you are permitted to book a sit-down restaurant, um, which is not a quick service restaurant. So there is a difference there, but kind of learning that language and learning what you can book ahead of time and what you can just walk up to the window or walk up to the app and use that day. Um, So it does take a little bit of homework, I'd say, maybe ask friends who've been before, what their favorites are, but don't forget about your 60 day window and try to make sure that you know what that, that date is. Cause it used to be, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the past, wasn't it 180 days or am I totally making that up? No, it was a fever dream.
0: <laughs> it was, it was insane. I don't know what I want to eat two
2: days from now, let alone yeah. six months. That's a tough thing to do is plan that far out. Is there, so is there a different, I, and most of my, tips aren't going to be as much tips as asking y'all questions. Um, so one question with what you said, Jody, <clears throat> is your 60 days, right? So is that regardless of whether you're staying at the resort or does it change?
3: Um, from, uh, from my understanding, and, and you guys can jump in if, if I'm incorrect here, but if you're staying on site, you can book it for your entire length of your stay. If 10. you're staying off site then you have to do it every single day for that following day. So like if you're checking in on, if you're staying at pop century and you're checking in on Monday and you're checking out on a Friday, you can book your sit down restaurants if you're wanting to do some of those for your entire stay. But if you're, you're staying at the local Marriott, (coughs) um, you don't have that same availability. You would have to log in every single morning or make the phone call every single morning.
0: And that's one of the things I was going to say for a tip is when you're booking your dining for your trip, you know, if there's a restaurant you really, really want, you probably want to book at the earliest date you possibly can for towards the end of your trip, because those dates won't have had as many people able to go in and Mm -hmm. book dining for those days. So that's something to think about, too, is, you know, how you want to structure your reservations during your trip, because, you know, like we said, I mean, you're booking this stuff. 60 days out. Do you really know what you want to do two months from now? Um, So you got to be prepared to, you know, put like maybe up to three hours uh, of time in the middle of a day for a dining or um, a lunch reservation between transportation, getting there, you know, eating, paying your bill, and then getting back to a park or wherever you were at. It's, it's a, it's a quite a time commitment.
4: Jeff, what do you got for us? My first tip is to research a little bit about the different restaurants um, there's tons of websites out there that shows you what their menus are, what the prices are up to date and current. Um, you can kind of see where they are and locations for things, and kind of plan ahead that way. Um, you go to watch YouTube channels regarding some of that, but kind of know what you're getting into the restaurant before you go instead of just randomly trying to pick blind when you go to book them.
0: Yeah, cause yeah, there's so many different themes and everything and just locations and everything.
1: who wouldn't who wouldn't do that? You. Mm. No, well, I mean, I eat just about anything, but I, I always look at a, you know, I always look at a menu. I always look and see, you know, what I'm getting myself into. But it's not like, you know, if somebody made the plans, I'm probably not going to, you know, poo-poo the plans, you know, because so they eat it doesn't everything. matter. Yeah,
0: just show up. So it doesn't maybe. really matter. Yeah. But,
1: but I, but I'm curious. I want to know, you know, I want to plan ahead. I want to. It gets, you know. I love food. I have talked about my, you know, my couple of. um, Toxic relationships, one of those is, you know, unhealthy relationships, one of those is food. And so I'll look at the menu just to get excited about, you know, about the meal three days from now. You know what I mean? And
4: that's the thing. I, um, they don't even need to bring me a menu at a restaurant. I mean, I've already <laughs> looked at it. I know what I'm going to order before I even walk in
2: the door at this point. Yeah. So, so that brings up another question, too. So there are some, I mean, if how likely is it between that window? Will, will the menu change? And then are there things that you can, what's the best way to find things that may not be on the menu. Like Jeff, whenever we went to animal kingdom, they had the um, um, lobster mac and cheese there and that wasn't on the menu at all. I can't, I looked for that and it's never shown. Is there a place, like if you want to research ahead to see some of those special dishes and know when kind of when those might be available. Cause I mean, if I'm going to that restaurant, I'm going to make sure they have lobster, mac and cheese.
4: Um, I found that All Ears does a pretty good job on their website as far as keeping menu updates and changes pretty frequently. And they'll actually, if you click on the restaurant, it'll tell you the date that they've last updated it or the date is last changed. So that tends to be my go-to for um, menus and updates.
3: Yeah, I like that site a lot too, but I normally start with um, the app because it's typically what I have at that, you know, if I'm sitting there waiting for a kid to be, I'm parked waiting for, you know, soccer practice to end, I'll pull up the app and be like, Oh, what's, what's that menu look like? And you can, you can, uh, look at all that on the app. And then if it seems interesting to me, then I'll dig in. And I, I, I agree with Jeff. I really like all yours too, but, um, it's also important to know what you're getting into. And I think this I think Jeff, you kind of mentioned that too. Is, is, is it a buffet? Is it, is it a sit down? Is it um, some restaurants are only lunch and dinner? And so you could be wanting to eat there for breakfast, but maybe they don't serve breakfast. So you do have to kind of look a little bit and, and spend a little time making sure that you, you play around and know what restaurants are available for what.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. Just the variety is huge. Yeah. Um, one of my big tips, too, that I was going to mention was when you're looking at what restaurants you do want to go to, if you find one you really, really want, like say you really want to go to Ohana, it's if it's booked for the day you want to go, keep checking because people change their plans all mm-hmm. the time. And now I think, what is it, two hours before is the window to cancel? It used to be. 24 hours before. Um, so the night before you'd see a bunch of cancellations, but now you'll even find those that day just from a family that got tired and doesn't want to go or you yeah. know, found a different restaurant. Um, so make sure you, you really keep checking back in the app um, for availability because it, it does change pretty frequently.
3: Yeah. I think that's a great tip because I also, I don't know if you all heard, but the app has also updated. Um, it used to be, let's say you wanted to go to Ohana for at 6 o'clock, and you would put in the app Ohana, 6 o'clock, and you press submit, and it'd say no tables are available. <laughs> now the app shows you all the t- times that are available. So let's say you, you know, you had put 6 and it said nothing was open, but now they may have... A 220 available. Well, I don't know. Is Ohana open for lunch? I don't know. But anyway, they'll have some random time they'll show now. Instead of just telling you that's not available for six o'clock, it's gonna give you all the booking windows. So I don't know if anyone's played with that new feature yet. It just came out not long ago. But I was trying to show a friend of mine who's getting ready to go for a trip. And um it, it was it was just, it's a nice update. I have to admit that this is one app update. As long as it works that I think they they did a nice job with because um it gives you maybe you aren't really it's set on going to dinner you would take lunch too but in the old app you would never know that lunch was even available it would just tell you that your time wasn't available and you'd be like well I guess I can't go so yeah
0: or you have to search every time
3: yeah search and for breakfast
0: was- search for lunch search for dinner yeah so yeah I I think that's a really good Um, really good update they've made and should make, make it much easier for people to find if they really want a certain restaurant to find a time. All right. Um, One other thing I was going to mention kind of around different, trying different restaurants and stuff is, you know, become familiar with the restaurants, but don't be afraid to try new things. If you look at the nine dragons menu and nothing really excites you, but your friend happened to have a reservation there, like go and just try it out because they're it's the restaurants are so good and they have so many different types of foods and um, you know, all of it is just so exciting and fun because of the atmosphere and everything else. So that's one, another thing is just don't be afraid to try new things.
1: Live moss, man. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Live the, the chefs and all are real accommodating too. If there's something on a dish you don't like, I'm, I mean, they're really good about, or you mm-hmm. can't tolerate they'll, they'll work with you, you know?
0: Yeah, and they're pretty creative too with what they can come up with. Um, so it's it's because we've had a lot of those issues too, just around the food sensitivities and stuff. And yeah, the chefs they'll if it's a kid, they'll make them something really fun and cool. If it's an adult, who will ask them to make them something really fun and cool, they will. So it's uh, yeah, those guys are awesome.
4: All right, anybody right. else got another tip they want to share? My next one, since we're talking about reservations. Is don't limit yourself just to finding reservations on MDE, especially for the Springs. Check on Open Table. A lot of the mm-hmm. restaurants in the Springs are they might not be available on MDE, but they do have openings on Open Table, um, and we've been able to secure a lot of reservations mm-hmm. there through that way.
2: It's a good, good idea.
4: Yeah, I don't yeah, really work as much in the parks, but Springs really helps.
0: Yeah, no, it does. It it almost you can almost always find one if it's not available on Disney. That's a really good tip um so i've got a
2: sort of tip sorry go ahead it's kind of a question too um i know that if you want if you do an early morning breakfast at a sit down at a restaurant at a restaurant in, in one of the parks you actually can go in the park before anybody else um maybe share with me and everybody else listening you know what How does that work? And so what would be a good time to pick? I know it kind of depends on the day, the time of the day the park is opening. But when you're looking at 60 days out and you want to get in the park before anybody else, kind of get a get a get a jump start on a ride. You know, how do you what's the best way to do that? I think for me,
0: it's like at Magic Kingdom, go to Crystal Palace get the Mm -hmm. breakfast buffet. The food is awesome. Try and get the, whatever the earliest time they have is. Cause once you're done eating, you can go out and like kind of queue up to get into the different lands. So they'll let everybody in, you know, from the restaurants into a certain area. And then everybody from that point, you go up to the next kind of queue area. Um, so you can get, you know, get a great meal and get into the park early and then still get to um, kind of the front of the line for seven dwarves or whatever it is that you're there for that morning.
3: And that I would say Crystal Palace and um, Cinderella's Royal Table are the two that came to mind for me because you can be in Magic Kingdom without the masses. And so you can take a couple quick selfies and photos uh-huh or maybe just of your kids without 8 million 900 people in the background of your photo. Um, so that's kind of an additional plus, like you, st- you still have to walk with a purpose to your reservation, but you can stop for a minute or two and take a quick little picture or two. You can't do a whole photo shoot, but um, that's one of the advantages, I think of doing an early, an early park entry uh, reservation is giving a, a little bit more of an empty park experience
0: yeah that is a really good um advantage of that too because the only people in there are reservations at one of those two restaurants and those are pretty limited so yeah that's a good a good tip all right i was going to talk about the dining plan a little bit so disney brought back the dining plan i know if you i've seen all the models online and stuff of people putting it in and it you know for the most part it seems like yeah you probably pay more with the disney dining plan but to me that is 100 worth it because i don't want to be sitting down to dinner and being like hey i'm i really want to get the steak but it's an extra 17 and so instead i'm just going to get a piece of bread and you know like that once
3: that would kill you john So I bread. It'll,
0: it'll, it'll be gluten-free bread so it'll be 27 let's give you a, a carrot size.
3: instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> One um, carrot. Sean gets one carrot.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I just don't, I don't want to do that math in my head when I'm sitting there, especially when my kids are like, well, I want to get this and I want to get the salmon. And you know, I I just I, I like the all-inclusive kind of feel of it. Um and paying a little bit extra to get rid of that stress to me is is well worth it. So the two plans mm-hmm. they have that they brought back <clears throat> is the Disney dining plan, which is one quick service meal, one table service meal one snack or non-alcoholic drink, and then one of the resort refillable mugs, uh, per night of your stay. So, um, you know, you basically get two meals a day plus a snack. And so that's, um, I think a really good one for, for people that if you, but you have to decide if you want to balance quick service or sit downs, right? Because the sit down restaurants can take a lot of time. But they're so good. Um, But then there's also the quick service dining uh, plan that they offer. So that one, you get two quick service meals per day, a snack or non-alcoholic drink, and then you also get one of the refillable mugs. So that could be a good option too, if you've got little kids and you don't know how they're going to be doing and you don't, so you don't want set times to eat, but you want to have everything kind of prepaid. So those, those are the two plans that they brought back. And I I was always a huge fan
4: of the dining plan. With Um, a family like yours, John the quick service plans because you're with your kids and ages and things one of those meals could probably easily be split between two of the kids too so even though it's only two yeah. meals a day throughout the course of your trip you can easily probably stretch that to three for most days and i know with like me and ryan when we go there's a lot of times me and her to split a meal because there's plenty of food <clears throat> um, and they don't really differentiate between kids meals and adult meals and some of that
0: yeah and that's a really good point too is the um you know, you were talking about kind of how like you split those and then you have extra meals, those meals, you don't have to use it on each day. You can have two of your table service meals mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. same day if you want, and two quick service meals a different day. Um, so it's, it's basically the whole length of your stay, those number of nights, um, and you can use them however you want. But we, yeah. we've
1: always had to cram snacks at the end of, you know, the last day because you've, yeah. you know, they've just kind of piled up. You haven't used them all. Um uh, that wouldn't work for lonnie because he eats like 12 to 15 mickey bars a day but um but from you know for us we've always had them left
0: over yeah and then you go into the little snack shop and you're getting a million packs of gummy bears and yeah
3: and gene you were a big fan of the dining plan right you you guys use that a lot Mm -hmm. what was some a lot
1: several times yeah
3: why did you tend to use it and why did you like it
1: Yeah, kind of what john was saying um it stresses me out to pull my wallet out at every meal and you know to pay ahead of time and have that kind of set out and um and then we you know we used a disney planner who who helped us decide so that's an, that's another tip right you know a disney planner to help you with your um your dining reservations and we had everything set up before we you know we knew where we were going what day's what character meals you know where we were going we went the first time we did it we did it with two other families and so i mean it was great cuz there's a big group and um didn't have to worry about, like John said, you know, spending the money. We knew where we were going. We had some things that um, when we left, we knew we were trying to get into a place that she couldn't get us into. In the middle of the week, you know, she called us and she let us know that some you know, she was working some things out and we were able to get in. I don't, I don't remember what, what restaurant uh, I can't, what, what's the, what's the Viking place? Um, that was a big favorite of ours. I don't know yeah. if she, I, 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 I chew. I don't know. Yeah. in tight. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but, but, and we loved it. And um, I think I could be mistaken because it was, it was so long ago. Uh, I think when we did it, we went to, you know, to- October and there was like free dining. Um, I think two times when we went, there was free dining. And so, I mean, you know, free dining, free food. Uh, or even reduced or even what, however it is, however you do it, um, you don't have to pull your wallet out and it's already taken care of and you've got your plans made and you just, it, it, it just makes the trip so much easier to me, so much better. And the food was, we, we really enjoyed the food, plenty of it. We were stuffed all week. You know, we had me and two other, you know, hearty guys, you know, that were like to eat and none of us, none of us were hungry awesome
3: yeah i'm glad they brought the disney dining plan back i think Uh it's great for people who want that pre-planning and pre-paid service um you know we we did it a couple of times it was it was we're not soda drinkers so that whole resort mug was completely lost on us because that which we don't drink any soda so that was kind of always a waste but um but it is nice to kind of have all, all that done ahead of time one of my tips was Um, don't book too many sit down meals on the same day. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you're excited and you're like, but I want to go to Cinderella's Royal Table and Crystal Palace because I want to see the princesses and I want to see Winnie the Pooh. Um, that's going to eat up a lot of your park time. And it's also, you're going to be really full. Um, it's a lot of food. So I think when we were first learning Disney years ago, that was one of the things that we weren't so great about because we were trying to see at that point in time, we were really trying to max out on the princesses. So we were trying to cram all those meals in, but it was, it was just too much. Like, Two, for, for our family, at least, two sit-downs was too much. And now there are days that we don't even do a sit-down. We just do some quick services because we like the quick service options. Yeah. But, um, just And then the timing. I think someone else brought this up. Um, I'll give a great example here. Last year after the marathon, we were meeting people at Citrico's for dinner. And we were coming from Pop. And it took us an hour and 45 minutes to get there mm-hmm. from taking Disney transportation. Why we didn't take an Uber is I don't know. I don't know. I don't, we were didn't tired. didn't want to
0: spend today.
3: that $10. I guess we were just not thinking clearly because we had run a marathon that day, but it, <laughs> by the time we took the bus to the Magic Kingdom and the Magic Kingdom, the boat over to Grand Floridian and, and the whole nine yards, it was, it just took forever. So um, keep that in mind when you're wanting to go to a different resort or a different um, park and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. I really want to go to hoop Do. doo Well, that, getting to hoop Do doo could take, well over an hour easily. You know, you got to plan that into your, your time. You know, it's not just the meal it's getting there and getting back to.
4: Yeah. Well, kind of what you said too, Jody, when you have multiple sit down reservations booked, you're just planning your whole trip around that dining that you're just constantly working on your watch saying, okay, we got this much time before we have to try to get over there. And you really can't take advantage of the parks and do things like that. Um, That said, I tend to be one of those people who overbook dining on a regular basis, and I'm one of the ones that (laughs) drop something. I don't know necessarily do I want to do breakfast this day or do I want to do dinner that day, so I typically tend to book both, not knowing how I'm going to feel, and then now end up dropping something. So I'm the reason that two o'clock or two hour window works for so many people because I'm usually one that drops that, but
0: you know jeff i do the same thing i'll book like a breakfast and a dinner at places we want to go because i know you know it's a good choice either way but then i end up not dropping them and i just do both and it like jody like you said i mean it eats up a lot of your time and a lot of your day um and you're super full but like i love food so, and so do my kids so they all have like Kara wants to go to this fancy restaurant and Caleb wants to go to this burger place. Um, you know, so, so they all want different things. I'm like, Well, I guess we got to do it all then just to try to make everybody happy. So that's one of the things too, though, like you said, you got to find that balance of, do you really want it to be all about food and being rushed in the parks or, you know, one of the, the things I was thinking about for tips is like quick services are pretty good. Um, mm-hmm you know you yeah. don't have to have every yeah. meal and just sit down we talked a lot so far on this episode about uh sit down restaurants and reservations and stuff but there's a lot of really good places you can just walk right up to order food and eat um you know columbia harbor columbia harbor house over at magic kingdom is amazing uh mm-hmm. satuli canteen i what are you guys what's your favorite quick service restaurant at disney
3: well you just said two of my favorites so we, mm-hmm. we um <laughs> We almost always eat at and It's one of our, I mean, I, I love that place. Um, I, I adore it. I, I, I keep trying to try other places at Animal Kingdom, but we always go back there. Um, my daughter loves Columbia Harbor House, so we almost always make a trip there. Um, but we've been really into, um, what is the place right by the castle, the little tiny, they have the waffles. Um, Sleepy Hollow.
4: Sleepy Hollow. Oh. Thank you. They've
3: got that spicy chicken sandwich lately Uh that's been really good. Um, I don't know. I even like the the spring roll stand right there too. Uh, I don't know. There's an Epcot. I just eat my, I mean, I think I'm like all of you. If there's probably a festival and I'm probably finding something to eat at Epcot, that's the easiest. And then um, I don't know. Probably the hardest for me would be Hollywood Studios. Although I do like, I do like that um Chimera Poke at uh, in Galaxy's Edge. I can't remember. Um, oh, you talked
2: about seven. that. After seven,
3: yeah. I do. I do really like that. So I don't know. I mean, there's I try that. the one. The other thing that we should talk about, though, and I'll let you guys all answer that in a second. But remember, with quick service, there's also it's not only is it cheaper and faster, but there's no tip, and all your sit-down restaurants, it's your meal plus it's your gratuity. So. And with oh, the Disney yeah. Dining plan, that was always yeah. weird too, because it was "quote unquote" included, but then you also had to pay your gratuity on top of that. So just remember, that's also a really big difference between the two also is that quick service. There's no gratuity and the sit down there is, and now I'll be quiet and let you guys all answer. Well, that. So cheap. then at
0: the sit down restaurants, that's going to cost you another three or 4%,
3: right? <laughs> sure. Cheapo. <I'm>
0: <laughs> Vacation tipping is like another level. So hopefully those people get treated well. Oh <laughs> <laughs> oh man um what about the rest of you guys? What's your favorite quick service? Well Jody named most of them, I think oh, I mean, all of it right. yeah. all the good ones except the one I really like, Katsura Grill. But I mean I like other ones too.
4: Um but, yeah. it's just pretty much standard chicken fingers and fries. But when we're in Hollywood studios, we always go to Rosie's because you can sit and listen to all the people screaming on Tower of Terror, and we enjoy listening to the screams as they're going up and down through there. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: funny. think I've
3: ever eaten
4: there. You know, it's what? not the other... special, but
0: it's just—it's fun because it's like a little covered place that you can sit right, right on. Yeah, um, ABC uh, Commissary at Hollywood Studios. Too is Actually, funny. pretty good. I don't know if you guys have ever eaten there. Uh, I have. I was
1: actually—I was thinking the same thing.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. That's good. I like it. Um. All right. Kevin or Gene, you guys want to share any other of your
3: favorites?
1: I, I can't remember any names. You know, I've got to go to the interwebs because I just can't off the top of my head. I'm not like you goons. I can't remember. You know, um,
3: I know one of like. places.
1: Food. Which one. one?
3: It's an Epcot, and it's in England.
1: Oh yeah, have chips. They have fish and chips. What is it's? Uh, it's Yorkshire, right?
3: Yep. yep. Yeah. See, look at me. I'm helping you out there.
1: I appreciate it. Um, and I like Casey's corner with the hot dogs, you know, chili dogs for sure. And uh, I'm just going through the list right now. Cause there's there, I, I've eaten a lot of quick service and they kind of all just kind of run together for me. Um, but I was trying to think of, um, oh my gosh,
2: it doesn't matter. It's not important.
3: <laughs> what about okay. you, Kevin? Any others?
2: Big surprise. Ronto Roasters is my favorite. Yeah, I know Um, you like it. But yeah, and of course, Yorkshire Fish, love that. And Casey's for sure. Um, And Satouli, those are my, each park. those are my ones that I have to go to.
3: Now, John, is the fish, is that gluten-free? Is that batter gluten-free or can you eat that or no? No. No. Do they have an option that's gluten-free or no?
0: No, at Raglan Road, um... Yeah. at uh disney springs they do so yeah. they they actually have really good uh gluten-free fish and chips and they don't share a fryer okay. with any of the gluten stuff so yeah it's um i only had it once and it was really good so i'm, I'm excited to go back there again but yeah that's a place i want to go at night though because i want to see the
4: bands and all that kind of stuff me and the kids just went on our way out of town last time so it's dan- good but yeah the dancing there is fantastic too like they have the bands playing then the, yeah. the, the dancers are phenomenal Wait, can I dance there? I'm sure you could. Um, (laughs) Let me know when you're going because we will definitely film this and it'll be a fundraiser for people buying it. Springtime surprise. Come on down. We'll get a duck.
0: um, We'll get a flock. uh, We'll all all flock to, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but we'll get a bunch of people to go and we can dance the, the night away. It'd be great.
1: La Cantina de San Angel. Yeah, that's good. I like that at Epcot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we moved on three minutes ago, Gene. It's, it's I know, but
1: I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out.
3: Oh,
4: you got
1: to prepare <laughs> me for this stuff. I mean, like,
4: hey, what's your favorite blah blah blah? No, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember the names.
4: His internet page just loaded, so we can start communicating now.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm,
3: yeah the, my, <laughs> well, at least he didn't put him off with Bonnie. You know, he
4: Oh boy!
0: Yeah. Um, what other dining tips do you guys have? Anything else you want to share? I have, Wisdom? A, I have
2: a question. Okay, uh, I'm going down yeah, go down ahead. there in October, and I have a let's say I have a, a reservation for eight people, but I know right now that it's only going to be seven. And if that number changes again and goes to six or so, when I try to change it in the app <clears throat> or on the website, it gives me no option to reduce the number of people. If you show up. With and you don't have the eight, do you? I mean, I know it's different for you each place, but it. is there a way to adjust it when you get there? No, you just tell them when you get you there, just tell the, them, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: And then they can make adjustments at the restaurant, but yeah, I've always found it too. It makes you like rebook it, which then you lose it. So
1: you don't do that. Just
0: had a couple right. of random friends in the parks and
2: say, Here, join us right for dinner. right? So that's not a bad idea, yeah.
1: Hey, I yeah. think when we went to the milkshake place, man, there was supposed to be more people on that reservation it just it was ended just, up, me and you. just ended up being a, uh, like a, you know, yeah, just a, just a, a date in the backseat of a car, you know,
3: Kevin, one that's, thing that's I've business. done before is if we're in that park and let's say our reservations that evening, and I know our number is going to be different. I'll swing by that restaurant and just let them know. And so they can make that available for other people if they can, if the seating works out. Um, I've tried to call the Disney, dining number before to let them know about changes like that and because you're not really calling the restaurant you're calling some 1-800 number somewhere I don't think that message ever gets verified and clear and then they want to try to cancel your restaurant and all that reservation all that Um, stuff that has never worked for me but um but like I said if I'm in the park um and or near the place and I'm there you know a couple hours ahead of time I know our numbers are going to be different I'll I'll let them know
2: Sometimes you just don't know. I mean, sometimes you, yeah. you have the best of having, you know, seven, eight people, whatever. And then somebody gets sick. Somebody has to go home mm-hmm. and or back to the room. And then it's like, what do you do? Yeah. You
3: know? Or someone's tired and cranky or full or whatever it may be, you know?
2: Right.
0: And I think it's as long as you have one person show up and eat, they don't charge you the like cancellation fee of 10 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't did see say-
2: that. one. That is $10 per person.
3: One of the other tips that I had that we, we haven't really talked about is if you've never been before or if you've never done mobile order before, I would definitely watch a YouTube video on how to do that. Um, it's not hard. It's just I know sometimes it, you're like, where is this on the app and how do I pick it and how do i know my window but that that's a huge time saver so if you're standing in line you know if you're in galaxy's edge and you're in line um, for you know for a ride and you know you're going to be finished in like half an hour or 45 minutes you can go ahead and start putting your order in for lunch and put your window for a little while ahead of time um i know sometimes it's it's a little frustrating because you can't make alterations like you would if you were talking to a human like Oh, I would like that salad dressing and that salad dressing, which is what my problem is when we go to Sotui canteen. But it's it's a lot faster to order from the app, and um, it 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 it's just sometimes though it if you haven't done it or if you're not used to it, I would definitely practice it. For sure, I mean that's
2: a game. That's a that's such a time saver to be able to do that if you can, especially if you're if you're trying to go. And do the most out of your day, and you, you're you ha- you're just wanting to grab something to eat to to hold you over till till you do have a sit down meal or something like that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I have yeah. a tip. Go for it. So, um, if son some, somebody just randomly invites you to breakfast at uh, Alien Compass, go <laughs> uh, accept yeah. the invitation and uh, go and have the. Blueberry bacon pancakes because they are amazing, and uh, or, or it doesn't matter where it is. If somebody invites you to go somewhere, I mean, I'm just reiterating what said before, but try. I mean, there's I don't know that you can go to, I know you guys go a lot, but there's restaurants you haven't been to, and there's restaurants you'd like to go back to that you've been to, and so just take a chance, you know, eat somewhere new. If somebody invites you to suggest somewhere, try it out. I mean, there's going to be something. You know, that's, yeah, that's my sure. story and I'm sticking to it.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, and there could
1: be hand. blueberry bacon pancakes, you know, I mean, you just never know. It could be amazing. I have
3: to tell you guys, we were, I forget where we were. We were out for breakfast and I guess last weekend in then the soccer <clears throat> and Landon ordered bacon pancakes and it was so sorely disappointing because there was hardly any, bacon in them and he was like they these are not as good as ale and compass. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not. They were
2: those are hard to beat. It was, it was
3: pretty it was it pretty it, sad. Example. It was a pretty sad day.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I mean I can see why you would be disappointed for sure.
3: I mean if you're gonna call something, you know, a, a pancake with bacon, it better have bacon in it.
1: Better have yeah. bacon, yeah, for sure.
4: Maybe it's just bacon fat. It it's
3: very
1: fat.
4: disappointing when there's not bacon when you expect it.
3: I know, Jeff. I know.
0: oh man um speaking of reservations and ale and compass uh one of my other tips was if you're doing a dvc split stay or i guess even a a regular cash rooms split stay but i think it's more common with dvc folks but if you're staying at one resort then moving to another you'll have two different reservations it, the system won't just let you make your dining reservations for the second part of your trip. You have to call DVC member services. They'll go through and they can book it on the phone for you or with you.
3: Oh, um, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I got really frustrated a few times because I forgot that that happened the time before. And then I'd be like, Ah, oh, what the heck? This Disney stuff is garbage. And we're not going. Um, <laughs> sell the DVC. Like that it was weird um but no like so i I was getting really frustrated because i'm trying to make reservations for our whole trip and it's not letting me do the end like i said earlier right the end is going to have more openings um so yeah so i ended up calling member services and asking them what the heck is going on i got both reservations they're linked and that's when they explained it all to me they're like just call us whenever but i mean so it's it's a bit of a time uh commitment there you're going to be on hold for a little bit and then talking to the person for 20 minutes while they book each thing but um that's worth doing because then you'll you'll be able to get the reservations you want
3: i have one more tip um it relates to big groups which i know kevin i don't know if you ran into this or not because you have eight you said going with you um big groups can be really hard to book and sometimes it's easier to do you know four and four or if I don't know if there's 10 of you, six or four or whatever the numbers may be, but don't just automatically assume, well, I can't find that on the app, so I can't get a reservation. Try splitting up your party into two different numbers. And then when you get there, explain the situation. They can't always put you together, but more often than not, they can. So I would definitely take the time to to at least book what you can and get the numbers down correctly and then, and then try to arrange it so you can all be together.
0: Jody, uh, so I have a large group every time I go anywhere. You do. Can you I know. do that and split my table one and then five at a separate table? There you go. Opposite end of the restaurant. Is that really they <laughs> do that for me?
3: Sure. I, I I'm sure that the servers would be thrilled with that. <laughs>
0: okay. Good. Good. That's where but that even, three to four percent tip about, becomes a five to six percent tip. There you
3: go. I was just thinking about like, Jeff, you know. You got us set reservation last year, Jeff, for homecoming, and that was that was a pretty big group, right? Like that was, I don't know, eight of us or so. I mean, that yeah, I think so. That and that one—that's a place I heard that's a lot harder to get a, a big group of people. So, um, just I, I would say, just if you can't book it online as one big group, go with two smaller's and then hope for the best and see if they can put you together.
0: Yep, that's a good point. All right, anybody else have any other? Fun dining tips or um, questions, anything like that? No. All right. Well, then let's. Now that I'm starving because I I haven't even eaten dinner yet at ten at night, but that's another issue. Um, now let's get into our favorite part of the show: quacking up with the ducks.
4: Jeff, can you uh, quack us up? I, I, I'm going to try. It's just. We start of the school year for Rye. And she kind of went out on her own little tangent taking classes this year. And she took a carpenter or a tar- carpenters class. And so the first week of class, I asked her, I said, are you starting to build anything yet? And she goes, no, we've only just begun. <laughs>
2: oh, I like wow. that.
1: That's good stuff.
4: <laughs> for, for you younger folks, look it up.
0: <laughs> Jody. What do you have for us? Can you top Jeff's uh, joke? Well,
3: what makes me really sad is I actually did have a good story the other day, and now I can't remember it at all. Um, so <laughs> I'm bummed that this is what happens when I don't write things down. So uh, my my joke for the night is, why couldn't the sesame seed leave the casino?
0: Why? I oh, don't know. Because
3: he was on a roll.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a funny one.
3: I had to stick with my food, you know.
2: Oh man, Kevin? Okay, so Alexander came up to me. He's learning some things in science and he said, Dad, can you explain to me what a solar eclipse is? And I said, No son.
0: good. Oh man. All right, Gene. What do you got? What's going on fun in your life?
1: I mean, so much fun. Um, I, I, did you hear, you guys hear, I got bitten by a wolf? No. I, I went to my doctor and I told him, I said, I got bit by a wolf. And he said, where? And I said, no, a regular wolf.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. So, since we were talking about dining tonight, it got me thinking about dining jokes. Why don't cannibals eat clowns? Because they taste they see, funny. Yeah, they taste funny. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, like we mentioned at the beginning, reviews really help us out. They'll help other people find us. So leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, come join our Facebook group, Disney with the Ducks. And, uh, yeah, join some fun Disney conversations over there. And that's about it. Just uh, please leave us some reviews. With that, I guess I'll just say Kwa Thanks,
4: everybody. Thanks, everybody.
1: Have a good night. Day, whenever you're listening to this.